Hello, my friends. Today's episode begins with a heart-wrenching story of a mother who was threatened by a government agency that wanted to remove her child from the home in order to protect her. We call this abusive government overreach. And although this story has a wonderful outcome, I know there are many, many more families who are struggling to survive their own desperate situations who would benefit by hearing what Amy Carter and her son went through. Please call your friends and family for this very special two-part episode about a woman who dared to try cannabis for her child's terrible mental and physical health conditions stemming in autism. Right after the intro. Welcome to Season 5 of the Cannabivarum Podcast, the Cannabis Truth Podcast. I speak the language of cannabis freely and uncensored while educating my audience on safe use of this live plant therapy. You should know what's in your cannabis, what's good, and what's not. It does not come with an FDA stamp of approval yet. Using cannabis mindfully as medication is a different concept than Western healthcare philosophy, specifically of the past 100 years. There's a lot to learn and reconsider. The information you'll find here comes straight from scientists and clinicians doing the work and reporting their findings in real time through various live online outlets. The scientific truth of cannabis is finally getting out and is wide open for all to see at the respected medical sites like PubMed.gov and JAMA, the Journal of American Medical Association. And I'm right there in the thick of it with all those titans of medicine as a fly on the wall, because I'm not a doctor, nor did I go to med school, but I did take dozens of private cannabis courses and still engage in continuing education offered by cannabis expert scientists over the past few years and slowly began to see and understand the bigger picture. Now I talk to people all day long about cannabis and hopefully inspire them to research the facts as we know them today. Cannabis is an amazing alternative in health remedies. It can reportedly alleviate typical disease problems and troubling side effects, even those caused by synthetic prescriptions. This is Honey Smith Walls, a 21st century cannabis shaman, not a doctor, not a scientist, raised by nuns and wolves in the verdant cattle pastures of the Oklahoma oil fields. I'm here to amplify the truth of this great big story of cannabis in historical, political, scientific, and even spiritual terms so you can make educated decisions about the medicine you choose to ingest. Hey, it sounds like I have Amy Carter with us. Hello. Hello. How are you today? I am doing great. How are you today? I'm feeling pretty good. I really am. And it's a beautiful day. I think we're going to have uh, a storm here in a little bit. And, you know, the world just smells so wonderful when uh, it gets wet, I think. 
Yes, know, I agree. It's glorious. Well, tell us, introduce yourself, dear Amy, and tell my audience who you are and why we're going to be so thrilled to learn from you today. All right. Well, my name is Amy Carter, and I am from Michigan. I am from the Flint, Michigan area. I live in Burton. And my journey started, well, let me say this. I have a daughter who is 23 years old. And my son is now 16, going to be 17 this year. Mm. And our journey started back, uh, my son was born in 2006. Mm -hmm. Uh, My daughter was just seven years old at the time. Mm -hmm. And when he was born, he had a lot of different things um, that were concerning to me. He was having a seizure activity um, just a few days old. Mm. Uh, He was having a hard time making eye contact and Mm. he was colicky. So I started my journey by taking him to several different doctors. Mm -hmm. We just started getting these kind of diagnoses um, kind of piling on. And by the time he was two and a half years old, he was diagnosed with autism, ADHD, and oppositional defiant disorder by two different neurologists because I didn't of course, believe the first one. I'm like, well, I need a second opinion. Weren't you just blown away? I really was. I really was. And, you know, for a year, I was like, oh, you know, I'm, I'm sure he's on the autism spectrum and mm-hmm. that type of thing. And, you know, I was just really convinced. And um, sure, you know, you're reading everything you get your hands on. Yes, I was. And it was actually his daycare that brought it up to me. They're like, no hey, this is what we're noticing. Uh-huh. And and they were kind of worried to talk to me about it. And I was like, no, thank you so much, because I've been oh. wondering what's going on with him and what this could be. Mm-hmm. And, but it wasn't until I got that diagnosis, the official one, I remember the neurologist handing me um, his diagnosis and it just felt like I'd been hit by a bus. I was oh my just God. like, oh my gosh, it's real, you know? Mm. And, and then it was a series of um, what I've learned now is it was accepting. It was mm. accepting like, this is how it is and mm-hmm. that's okay. You know, Mm -hmm. Um, and and that's kind of what had, you know, started our journey. And we were using uh, community mental health in our area to get services. And the next four or five years, um, Jaden was very violent and aggressive. And it got to the point to where I would have bruises all over my body Um, oh my gosh I'd have ribs out of place oh my gosh um we would have things broken at our house I would have to restrain him sometimes eight times in one day and sometimes it would be 45 minutes that I would be holding him down just in a violent rage Mm. um Jaden weighed quite a bit because of the pharmaceuticals he had gained a lot of weight and finally in 2014 um, after asking for help with, you know, law enforcement, to hospitals, to community mental health, I wasn't getting any answers or any relief or any peace in my family. Mm. And uh, so we went on the Dr. Phil show. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Our whole family, my mom, my daughter, uh, my son, Jaden, and I all went out to uh, Los Angeles and we were on the Dr. Phil show and the whole hour show was about our family. How did it go? Um, 
Well, you know, the beginning of it was pretty factual as in kind of, you know, the different things that, you know, you were going, going through. through and he yeah. was going through um, the middle of the show because I had posted like 10 videos online of Jaden having tantrums, yeah. having meltdowns. And um, I wasn't doing it for ratings or to get, you know, like, no, 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 of course not to, to be like, this is how I live every day. You yeah. Know? Help <laughs> looking for support. Yes. Yes. But Dr. Phil turned it around. Like, is this mother looking for help or looking for attention? Do, do, do. And so, oh, the dirty bastard. Yes. Yes. So he spun it all like that. And, and by the end of the show, he said, he looked him in the eyes. Do I think you're doing this for attention? No. Um, do I think that, you know, your son has deep neurological issues? Yes. And he said, mark my words. He said, you unequivocally will not be able to parent him in the next two years. Oh, my God. What and, a horrific <laughs> thing to hear publicly Yeah. from that guy. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, was, oh, it was honey. Because, you I know, I, I was... Young mother. Yeah. That he would do something great. And and it was such a disservice, not only to my family, Mm -hmm. to everybody. Mm -hmm. It really was. So Really? So, yeah, I'm very proud to say that um, I am still parenting my son. Yay! (laughs) Um, (laughs) Yes. But, again, it is really thanks to cannabis um, because... During my journey, I started out going to autism support groups at a place called Inspiring Hearts for Autism. Where it gets real, huh? Yep. And I ended up uh, serving on the board. Oh, wow. I uh, facilitated support groups and I did that for about three and a half years. Wow. And then Jaden, you know, again, his violent nature, um, I, I felt like I couldn't openly share uh, in the support groups uh, with the other autistic um, parents, because not all these kids are violent and aggressive, but mm. mine. Won't. Right. I decided to join the National Alliance of Mental Illness, and I became an instructor. I wow. started serving on the board. Wow. And I would talk to other families who had children that had, you know, threatened or attempted to commit suicide, you know, because that's something that we had dealt with and issues of anger and violence. Yes. And, you know, do you think it was the pharmaceuticals or the, the part of the disease? I think it was part of the disease. Mm -hmm. What I've seen with the pharmaceuticals is the side effects really bothered him, Mm -hmm. you know, more than it brought relief. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, it, it's like, I look back and, you know, for all those pharmaceuticals that were pumping through his body, things really didn't get that much better. Mm. And in fact, he gained weight and he gained weight and we'd have to, it was still violent water pill. Right. Restrain him that. Yeah. That didn't sound like it was working very well. Yeah, no, it really wasn't. And so we had got to a point to where, uh, CPS had gotten cold and, Jaden was up at actually the hospital at the time. And they said, um, CPS is on their way and they're going to force you to terminate your rights. Sorry. I get upset still. Um, My God to your son. Um, 
Because World War 80 is going to hurt you. Oh, and my God. I had to reach out to my state representative. I reached out to the lieutenant governor at the time. And then I reached out to our congressman in Washington, D.C. on a Sunday. And I said, do not take him away from me. And um, about a week later, I, I had put them off for a little Jaden, his medical marijuana card for his um, nausea and his headaches. Uh, because his anxiety would cause him to have, and, you know, we had medical documentation. Right. That those were two things. And in Michigan, it was a qualification. I got him his card and um, thankfully Hallelujah. it calmed his aggressive behaviors. Oh my goodness. Yeah. It, it allowed him to rem- remain at home and it truly unlocked his brain. I, he, his cognitive impairment has decreased, or I'm sorry, has diminished. He is no longer considered cognitively impaired. He, his IQ what? has increased. Yeah. What? Yes. And when he got tested for autism the last time, they're like, oh, I'm sorry, you don't qualify for the autism diagnosis anymore. And I'm like, okay, well, there's not a cure. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. That must have sounded magical. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, my, the reason I wrote my story and the reason it's so important for me to get my story out there is because of the desperation that I know other families are in and, you know, it is an option and I want families, parents to feel comfortable that to know that there is hope. And to know that this is truly plant-based medicine that actually works without those horrible side effects. And you've got real-time testimony from real people who are in the throes of this psychotic disease that takes over our children and some adults and, you know, they desperately, desperately need help. And the pharmaceuticals just have been devastating to them. Yes. So, so your work has been truly instrumental, inspiring, and we're all so grateful, you know, that, that you've managed this path and helped so many. You also became involved with, um, Courage in Cannabis. Is that true? Yes. Yes. I, well, in 2018, uh, I was a parent petitioner to help get autism on our, our qualifying list. Wow. So we currently have 112 minor patients that are utilizing our program mm-hmm. for autism mm-hmm. in our state. So um, I did open, help to open those doors in 2018. Now, my son started medical marijuana when he was just nine years old. And oh, my goodness. 16. Would you, do you remember what he first started on that was so effective and, you know, uh, how that first day went for us? Can you tell us? Yes, I actually have a video of it as well, but he was very calm. He was very happy. And and it was after he took the product, after he took the pro- product. Yes. And I have always used um, Rick Simpson oil or mm-hmm. RSO, mm-hmm. Uh, the FICO um, cannabis oil. Mm-hmm. And, and I have a special way to make it too, but I do um, 
that's what he's been on this whole time. And it has worked great. Um, it was the first time when he first started taking it. One thing that I really noticed is he enjoyed listening to music more. And oh, he wow. enjoyed looking out the window. Like he would say, mom, look at that pretty bird. Or look at that. That's a pretty color. He was aware of things. Yes. And the whole it totally thing, opened his awareness. Yes. Yes. And he, he says that he has some testimony, even from back when he was younger, uh-huh. I would record him and um, he would say, you know, now I can see and feel what other people feel and see because he just used to be in his head so much. Wouldn't that make you cry? Process things. Yes. It was great because it was his whole life. I'd be like, oh, look at that or look at that. And he wanted nothing to do nothing. with nothing. Yeah. I couldn't and relate at all. For him to start pointing these things out, I'm just like, oh, my goodness. That was glorious. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, that's on uh, many levels. Very spiritual. uh, Yes. Well, and he can just, he can process things so well now. And that was the main problem is the information that he was receiving. He was not able to process it and input it back out. So it would turn into anger and frustration. Now, can you tell us if uh, children grow out of autism uh, or do they always need help managing autism for life or is it some of each or what? It's kind of some of each. It really depends on where you fall in the spectrum. Mm. And I really think that it's, Mm, like a matter of acceptance and Mm. understanding yourself, you know, knowing what your triggers are, knowing, you know, the most you can about yourself and, and then coping with it and dealing with it and navigating through life. Um, I think there's a lot of people that are on the autism spectrum, but it doesn't bother their life. You know, the world. Right. So, you know, Jay, um, you know, he is so much better to navigate through now uh, with the use of cannabis. And, you know, it's like the tools that he had learned through community mental health and, you know, all this counseling that he went through and all that. He couldn't really apply all the things in the toolbox because his mind was in too much chaos. Yes. Yes. Couldn't couldn't get there. He couldn't settle his mind down enough to relate or facilitate what he'd learned yes yep yep and cannabis can calm the mind so fast yes yep friends i'm just stunned to realize how difficult it is to find trustworthy high quality cbd products that are full spectrum and whole plant with all the natural compounds extracted from the plant for you to consume as nature provided. They don't carry it in the uh, shops where I, I go to find my cannabis products. They push their own isolate brands, and that's just not good enough for me. It doesn't have all the compounds. I've heard a lot of complaints about how to find consistent, over-the-counter CBD products, and I have a solution. I became an affiliate partner with Healer Hemp Products. Dr. Dustin Sulak, 
a doctor of osteopath, who created this line is truly one of the great leaders in cannabis therapy, giving his patients relief from their issues for many years with his Healer CBD products that can be shipped to all 50 states. I use his acidic version of cannabidiol, or CBDA. It has everything plus a lot more of the compound, which Dr. Sulak and other leaders in this industry have found to be more potent, thereby using less, which ends up making a big difference to your wallet, but it also adds many benefits to your body. Start lifting your quality of life with Healer CBD products today. And check out that sweet discount just waiting for you in the link below. Yeah, it's really an amazing tool. Did you did you experiment with different kinds of um, you know cannabis coming from different places or anything like that? Different terpenes or different levels of different cannabinoids? You know more. CBD to THC or did he ever try THCA? Uh, No, he is not. But um, we did start out with like just CBD and then THC. And I kind of played around with, you know, where that sweet spot was. Yeah. And for him, uh, this CBD only actually increases agitation. I've heard Uh, that for, uh, yeah, I've heard that for mm -hmm. some people. You, it's so different for everybody, so individual, so unique for everybody. You've got to play around with it. You've mm-hmm. got to be your own alchemist. You've got to find your own sweet spot. Yes, yes, I 100%. And the more research, you know, uh, for parents, it, it really depends on how far you want to dive in and don't feel yeah. like you have to, you know, yeah. dive all in, um, because I've learned a lot in the last several years. Um, but the way I do his medicine is I use like two grams of the Rick Simpson oil mm-hmm. and then I mix it with seven grams of sunflower lethison oil. Oh, listen to you. And I marinate it for three or four days. I mix it up real good and it's supposedly it binds together and it goes, I put it in a vegan capsule. I add a little bit of linalool terpenes. Listen to you. Mm-hmm. And it breaks through the blood barrier differently. So he doesn't get tolerant of the strain and the dose. Yeah. Ooh, do you put that recipe out somewhere? I mean, it's okay for us to try that for ourselves, ain't it? Sure. Sure. Yes. Oh, that is so cool. I learned from Dr. Oh, for crying out loud. De Cesar, can't say his first name. Darn it. Chris, um, anyway, I learned from Dr. De Cesar that you can get some raw material, raw cannabis, whether it's hemp or, or you know, full of THC, and uh, just uh, chop it up finely, put it in a little baggie, Fill it with enough good oil of your choice to cover it. Let it marinate overnight on your counter, you know, in a Ziploc mm-hmm. baggie and throw it in the fridge and start eating a, a quarter of a tablespoon, uh, you know, a day and ingesting that. And you've got all the THCA and all the CBDA, all the acidic version of all those compounds, which are always a little bit more potent and 
la 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 and doesn't get you high either but you know right but, but it is so beneficial I it's mean, so beneficial it's right. really that is really the power of healing and it should be used as a preventative yeah and yeah 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 so yeah i definitely the power of raw cannabis is amazing and I never knew it's a superfood. You could actually live off eating just that plant. You'd have yes, you can. Don't you love knowing that? Isn't yes. that a juicy little factoid that they haven't told us for a hundred years? I know it's amazing. So, <laughs> so you're telling me that this one plant, if I was on yeah. an island, I could build a house out of it, and yeah. I could build a car out of it. That yeah. ran out of what the and it, I could live off of the plant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's amazing. It it's really amazing. is. It's and uh, you were asking about courage and cannabis, and I'm so grateful that I met Dr. Bridget. <gasps> I haven't met her yet. In fact, I think I just missed her in Detroit. I just moved up here. Oh, by the way, we get to be buddies. Yes, that's amazing. So you're in Michigan then? I am. I, I'm literally, I am, I am taking stuff out of boxes every day. Oh. And so, you know, I just got up here. It's so precious to me. I'm finally around my kids and grands and, you know, it's just gorgeous where I am. And I feel like I've landed in the lap of love. And so wahoo. And I adore this weather. Yes. So Michigan is a beautiful state. Oh, I love living in Michigan. I'm in Shelby Township, uh, about 40 miles north of Detroit. Where are you? Um, I am up in the Flint, Michigan area. Oh, at Flint. Okay. Yeah. So I don't know how far that is. Maybe a couple hours from me. I think it's just about an hour. Oh, yeah. Oh, all right. Well, we're going to have to hook up. Yes, definitely. That is wonderful. So tell me, how have you found the system up here to be for you and what you're trying to do? Oh, and of course, let's go, let's go back and talk. How did you meet Dr. Bridget Cole? I mean, how did all that happen? Um, I actually met her in Lansing at a caregiver rally. Nice. We were hosting a rally at the Capitol and I was introduced to Dr. Bridget. And that's when she had asked me if uh, I would be interested in authoring a chapter. Yep. Uh, she had heard, you know, the story and mm -hmm. I, I said, yes, a hundred percent. And yeah, it, yeah it, it's a, it's a great read. Um, my, my chapter is a little bit long, but um, I had a lot to go in it and mm -hmm. it was really difficult to write it because I had to kind of relive a lot of it. And as much as you feel like you've healed, you know, when you open those journals and you, you know, I'm very empathic. So it's like gut wrenching feelings all come back and Oh yeah. yeah. And 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 you create all of those wretched chemicals all over again from the worry of, you know, just reading through the story and how it went. Jeez, I yeah, I'm I'm so grateful that you've been able to uh to put it, you know, down with pen so that everybody can take advantage of your experience and, and uh, what a truly marvelous outcome well, from finding I, this plant. It is. And, and then another marvelous outcome is this, is, uh, well, two things. So I ended up, my journey took me um, to run for state representative in my district and I ended up coming in second place in the democratic race congratulations uh, thank you what a thank campaign you. oh my gosh what a machine you must have had running for you yeah you know my one of my main goals is to improve children's mental health care because 
the fact that I was going to be forced to sign my rights off when he clearly has medical issues that are causing, you know, this behavior, it's something we've known since he was two and a half years old. Um, I should not be forced to sign my rights off. If he uh, needs to uh, go into a home or something, I should still be his mother and able to be. And make that de- determination. It astonishes me that some one person could make that decision for you and say, go take her kid away from her, even though that was not what you wanted. Yes. Yeah, that blows me away. <clears throat> yeah, it, it really does. And it's starting to blow away our lawmakers. Uh, yeah, they good. They not know about that. And so I'm involved in a group that has over 600 families that have children like Jaden that are the violent aggressive and they're all in Michigan and they're all upset because of the way the mental health care system is, is treating families that have children with extreme behaviors and aggression, um, no matter the diagnosis. Yeah. And so we've kind of teamed up and we've been gaining some traction. We've been getting some um, media coverage. We've been getting meetings with lawmakers. This is really amazing work that you're doing. My son is now an advocate for not only cannabis, but the mental health care system. And he is, he learned from the best, you know, because he watched me all those years. I am so proud for you. Yes. He's like, mom, I lived in these facilities for over 300 days of my life. And I want these lawmakers to know how they're treating the children. God, listen to that. That is really inspiring. I mean, if a kid can get out and do this, yeah, you know, adults get off your asses and go help. Right, exactly. Yeah. So Jaden and I, we just started our own podcast about two weeks ago. You're kidding. Congratulations. No. What's the name of it? Thank you. It's called Grassroots Movement. Oh, we all want to go listen to it. I'll put that link in um, in in my show notes. And congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Did you have a good time doing it? Yes, yes, we have. And uh, we've only done two so far, but uh-huh. we are actually on Monday we are going to be on our local news station live in the studio at four o'clock. That's really fantastic. Yes. And so I think I'm going to try to do a Facebook live while I'm there in the studio. Oh, wow. Yeah. I'm going to see if they'll let me do that or I might just do it anyway. (laughs) Yes. Are you on LinkedIn as well? I'm sure I've seen you on LinkedIn. Yeah, I can actually send you um, kind of like all my links so you have them. Uh, that would be wonderful. And I want to know, have you uh, had discourse yet with Dr. Bonnie Goldstein and her um, you know, book on autism and all of her stuff? Um, I admire that woman so much. I've Isn't never incredible? had any contact with her, but I have watched several of her, her YouTube videos stuff. And- yeah read up on her and yes she is one amazing lady uh i don't know if you're aware of dr dustin sulak and his work at healer.com i'm um, an affiliate of his but 
he has a monthly that he's been doing since before COVID. And it's a monthly Zoom. And the first 500 people who get there, you know, get to get in. And there are doctors and lawyers and pharmacists and medical professionals and just, you know, gajillions of people there. And Bonnie is often there. I mean, almost every month, as I have been, too, for years now. And it's a couple of hours. It's a monthly Zoom meeting for free. And it's a couple of hours and he goes through these clinical cannabis things and it's absolutely fascinating. It's cutting edge um, data and information and it's coming straight out of his own clinic. And then there are lots of other doctors around who are discussing it clinically and their own findings. So awesome. I want to check that out. What is his name again? So his name is Dr. Dustin Sulak, S-U-L-A-K. Okay. He's a D-O and he's at healer.com, H-E-A-L-E-R. And so he is, he was, uh, uh, he's buddies with Dr. Ethan Russo and um, was a student of Dr. Mishulam's and la la la, you know, that whole gang. Mm Mm-hmm. And so um, uh, often I see Dr. Pat, Dr. Patricia Fry, who's done a lot of work in that area. And uh, lots of psychologists are getting involved now in, um, you know, autism and cannabis and stuff like that, too. So this is an incredible source of information. Uh, Dr. Sulak's monthly healer uh, conference on Zoom that's free, free. Nice. So, yep, get on his mailing list at healer.com. And um, and he does a full spectrum acidic version of, of uh, you know, cannab- uh, cannabis. And if you're up in Maine where he is, you can take advantage of not only his practice, but his uh, THC products as well. So, okay. All right. yeah. Nice. Anyway, and the other thing I wanted to find out is if you have... Uh, if you've read Russ Hudson's book, The Big Book of Terps, yet. Oh, but that sounds amazing. Girl, friend, I, it, that book changed my life with the way I look at food and uh, the way I cook in the kitchen and the way I think about my cannabis and my um, mushrooms and anything with a terpene in it. Wow. And so when you were talking about linalool, I was like, oh, yeah, girl, I'm right there. I know exactly why you chose that one. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so the Big Book of Terps by Russ Hudson is available online. Sometimes you can get it on sale from Russ for about $99. But I had to buy it for 160 bucks when it first came out. Not quite a year ago, maybe it came out in 2023. Wow. So six months ago. And it's huge. It, it was, it's like a four and a half pound book, but wow. it will change everything for you. And the wow. way you think about uh, the medicinal qualities in the cannabis that you're using. That so amazing. I'm going to yeah. into that for sure. It's, it's wonderful. So. But then I'm a Christmas list. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know for about uh, 500 doctors that I know too. I want to get that back for them. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Yeah that pot at the end of the rainbow. Yeah. 
So, well, I think Courage and Cannabis and Dr. Bridget Cole and uh, Candy Flores and all of that bunch have been doing an amazing job boosting the good news of cannabis uh, through these, these stories, through these authors like you. It, it really gives gravity to uh, the whole medicinal point of using this plant. It really does. So. And I've said that for a while because, you know, Michigan became uh, recreational in 2018. And we all know what happens is like medical kind of, you know, gets pushed in the back and, you know, rec comes out and we need to hear these success stories. We need to continue the education. Yeah. Because so recreational is fine and dandy, but I went to my first dispensary yesterday. I went to Puff, and uh, it was just a great big candy store. And then he opened a great big jar of, of pot and wanted to know if I wanted to smell it. And then he opened a, a thing of crumble that I'd asked, uh, you know, y'all have crumble? You know, oh, yeah. And he opens up a little thing, of a little jar, and, you know, tries to stick it under my nose. And I'm backing up thinking, Jesus, dude, you do not want my back flush. You know, <laughs> so um, I'm 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 uh, unsurprisingly disappointed uh, yeah. in yeah. recreational attitude and how it's all packaged and how it's all presented and how you know thirteen year olds are are bud tenders and yeah. Dear friends, we'll be back next week with more from Amy Carter about the life of her son and family as they travel through the wild, wild west of cannabis in these early years of facing facts about our Western philosophy of big pharma and the benefit of plant therapy. Please check out the links I've put in the show notes, and we'll be back next Monday at 4.20 a.m. Eastern for Part 2 with Amy. You've been listening to another Cannabivarum podcast, the Cannabis Truth Podcast, with 21st century cannabis shaman Honey Smith Walls, that's me, about the importance of using verifiably safe products, the process of getting a diagnosis from your family doctor and taking your records to a cannabis specialist can lead you to the correct cannabinoid therapy for those issues. Otherwise, you're just your own guinea pig looking for answers without any foundational knowledge or ability to determine the best choices or strategies. To find a qualified cannabis expert in your area, visit CannabisClinicians.org. It is a national society of cannabis experts, and you'll see that link down in my show notes. Unless otherwise proven by a reputable third-party lab test, please be advised that all street weed is contaminated. It may do grave harm to a patient with a delicate immune system who already has inflammatory issues like arthritis or IBS, fibromyalgia, or worse. Subscribe to the Cannabivarum podcast so you get automatically updated episodes and tell your friends and family to tune in for current cannabis information. Thank you so much for joining this worldwide conversation about the real value of cannabis. We'll see you next week. For now, I'm pretty sure the cows are calling. <laughs>